very warm welcome to you all. A couple of years ago, we started holding a new service on the afternoon of Christmas Eve, which we call Sing Choirs of Angels. It is a service of carols, choir items, readings and prayers, which complements our traditional service of nine lessons and carols, and gives us scope to include some new elements, including some modern Christmas poetry, alongside many familiar pieces that we all know and love. It has proved to be one of the most popular services of our celebration of Christmas, so I'm delighted that you're joining us for this act of worship. Wherever you are in the world, and however you're listening to us, we hope that you will feel that you are very much part of the St. Bride's family. We begin now with an opening prayer. Let us pray. We have come together today to hear again the good news of Christ's birth and to offer to God our thanksgiving in the joyful singing of carols. May God, our Father, grant us the light of Christ this Christmas, that we may shine with his love, be diligent in his service, and courageous in following in his footsteps, who is the true light and source of all life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. 
the birth of Jesus foretold. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Hail, O favoured one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, and considered in her mind what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How shall this be, since I have no husband? And the angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your kinswoman Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God nothing will be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Thanks be to God.
the 17th century diarist Samuel Pepys, was born above his father's tailor's shop in Salisbury Court, immediately next door to St Bride's, and he was baptised in this church in 1633. St Bride's continued to be his family church. His mother Margaret had her own pew here, and his brother Tom, whose name you'll hear in the following extract, sadly died young and was buried here. So let's now hear what Samuel Pepys was up to at Christmas 361 years ago. The year is 1660 and Pepys has had decorators in the house. 22nd of December 1660. All the morning with my painters, who will make an end of all this day, I hope. At noon I went to the Sun Tavern on Fish Street Hill to a dinner of Captain Tediman's. Where was my Lord Inchiquin, who seems to be a very fine person, Sir William Penn, Captain Cuttance, and one Mr Lawrence, a fine gentleman now going to Algier, and other good company, where we have had a very fine dinner, good music, and a great deal of wine. We stayed here very late. At last, Sir William Penn and I, home together, he so overgone with wine that he could hardly go. I was forced to lead him through the street, and he was in a very merry and kind mood. I, home, found my house clear of the workmen, and their work ended. My head troubled with wine, and I, very merry, went to bed, my head aching all night. Christmas Day, 1660. In the morning to church, where Mr Mills made a very good sermon. After that, home to dinner, where my wife and I, and my brother Tom, who this morning came to see my wife's new mantle put on, which doth please me very well, to a good shoulder of mutton and a chicken. After dinner to church again, my wife and I, where we have a dull sermon of a stranger which made me sleep. And so, home. And I, before and after supper, to my lute and Fuller's history, at which I stayed all alone in my chamber till twelve at night, and so to bed.
shepherds and the angels. And in that region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. The angel said to them, Be not afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy, which will come to all the people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying which had been told them concerning this child, and all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary kept all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. Thanks be to God.
C A D by U A Fanthorpe. This was the moment when before turned into after, and the future's uninvented timekeepers presented arms. This was the moment when nothing happened, only dull peace sprawled boringly over the earth. This was the moment when even energetic Romans could find nothing better to do than counting heads in remote provinces. And this was the moment when a few farm workers and three members of an obscure Persian sect walked haphazard by starlight straight into the kingdom of heaven.
An extract from Tales from Lindford, a novel by Catherine Fox. It is Christmas in the year 2020, and the good people of the fictional diocese of Lindchester are in lockdown. How can we still be joyful and triumphant in the middle of a global pandemic, with death rates soaring and people starving and homeless, when we can't meet up with our loved ones and sing carols together, when communion wafers taste of hand sanitizer, and everything is rubbish and it's nowhere near over yet? Can we shake the snow of Covid off our faces and sing bright and cheery and carry on with Christmas business as normal? Joy always breaks into our world inappropriately, like the heavenly host appearing to the shepherds, or, to defamiliarise it for you, like angels appearing in the small hours on a bleak, God-forsaken northern industrial estate, scaring the bejesus out of the security guards, with glory to God and peace on earth booming out like the main stage at Glastonbury. Peace on earth in the middle of a brutal foreign occupation where our hated overlords have a habit of nailing up protesters like moles on a fence as a lesson to the rest of us. Good news. A saviour has been born for you in Barnsley. Is that the deliverance we were looking for? It's hardly allies with armoured divisions massing on the borders, destroyers and air carriers in the channel. The messianic leader poised to coordinate the resistance and strike two days from now. Baby? What good is that? With the best will in the world, it's going to be decades before we see any results. But the angels, though, there's no denying the angels. And doesn't a baby always melt your heart, even when it arrives at the wrong time, little, weak, and helpless when everything's in chaos and all plans have gone awry. Just look. Will you just look at him? Ah, oh, his little hands. Can I hold him? Give him here. Hush, hush. There you are. It's all right. It's all right.
Descent by Malcolm Guite. They sought to soar into the skies, those classic gods of high renown, for lofty pride aspires to rise. But you came down, you dropped down from the mountain sheer, forsook the eagle for the dove. The other gods demanded fear, but you gave love. Where chiselled marble seemed to freeze their abstract and perfected form, compassion brought you to your knees. Your blood was warm. They called for blood in sacrifice. Their victims on an altar bled. When no one else could pay the price, you died instead. They towered above our mortal plane, dismissed this restless flesh with scorn, aloof from birth and death and pain. But you were born, born to these burdens, born by all, born with us all astride the grave, weak to be with us when we fall and strong to save.
Let us pray. In response to the bidding, Lord, in your mercy, please respond, hear our prayer. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, your Son, Jesus Christ, came as a light shining in the darkness. Bring comfort to all who suffer in the sadness of our broken world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving God, there was no room for your Son in the inn. Protect with your love those who have no home and all who live in poverty. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Living Lord, Mary in the pain of labour brought your Son to birth. Hold in your loving arms all who are in pain or distress at this time, particularly any known to us. We name them before you in the silence of our hearts and we ask your blessing upon them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Gracious God, the angels sang peace to God's people on earth. Strengthen and uphold all who work for peace and justice in our broken and troubled world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of hope, the shepherds in the field heard the glad tidings of great joy. Help us to be worthy ambassadors of your gospel of grace. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. God of compassion, whose son was laid in the manger, bless our homes and all whom we love and upon whose love we depend and comfort those who feel unloved or unlovable while others celebrate this season with joy. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. God of resurrection, at Christmas, heaven is come down to earth and earth is raised to heaven. We pray for all who have passed through the gate of death and are now held safely in your loving arms. We remember especially any of our own family members or friends who have passed away during the course of this last year. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, receive the worship we offer in fellowship with Mary, Joseph and with all the saints, through him who is your word made flesh, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We now join together in the words of the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Will you please stand? May the song of the angels, the joy of the shepherds, the perseverance of the wise men, the obedience of Mary and Joseph, and the peace of the Christ child be yours this Christmas. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, rest upon you and remain with you now and always. Amen. <laughs> 